Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you very much for joining us today. My name's Patrick Nelson. Shortly be joined by Ivan Churilove, and welcome to the next Big Trade. I'll just do a quick sound check. Let me open my question box. Sound is all good. Thank you very much. So thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. I've got the XGO open here. It's been last week, um, I think last Wednesday night, I had a session with Ivan who was getting very bearish. Um, and uh, when we spoke on the next big trade the following day, the market was off, uh, already off quite strongly, and uh, I think on balance I've decided not to put the trade on. Uh, he'll be on in a sec. He can explain his justification there, but it was maybe I talked him out of it, <laughs> and subsequently we saw the market come off, and I think um, uh, I've been looking for a straddle of probably... Um, Think that the levels that were that were being offered up um, are about the uh, pre that pullback are about right about that 22 level for vol. Uh, I on the XJO. Um, whether we'll see that or not, um, interestingly enough, we you know the market's off 87 today. We've seen a bit of movement and we've seen vol come off. Just go and have a look at um, the strategy builder. Look at the SJO. Um, have a look over the last five days. Um, sort of right at the start. So where would it be last? Well, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, the vols were right down at this sort of 22, 23 level. Um, let's have a look right at the bottom, 21. Um, and I think if I can get at, a, at anywhere near a pivot point at those levels, um, I, I'd be definitely looking at a straddle. Um, I guess nothing new there. Um, and we had a look at it last week, and I and, I, and we've just missed those levels. But bowls really did spike up. Um, so we're up 50% from uh, from the lows. We had a decent old pullback, um, and we're seeing bowl come off now. Um, uh, even today, it's slightly. Uh, or at least last time I checked, um, where are we? We are off down here. So, um, you know, I think what, what's that telling me, even though the market's off 88 points, uh, that at this stage it just looks like um, people are sort of predicting more con consolidation, whether they're right or that on that. I would be thinking that if we can get, bowl off another you know, 20%, something like that, um, I'd be looking at them going long vault, personally. Uh, and I think anywhere it's these ranges, you know, there's, there is enough movement that can occur uh, to get the price move you want. Um, so, you know, I, I think, I, look, I don't think I mentioned last week, I, I'd need it off a little bit lower than where it is now. So no trade for me today. Um, and... Not sure I'd see you uh, popping back online there, Ivan. Um, I'm a no trade for me on XJO. Are you seeing anything I'm not? Nope. All right. So is anyone else seeing any trades out there? There's nothing coming up in the scanners. I didn't see any iron condors. There have been uh, a few. Uh, I think Afterpay was the last one that we had a look at last week from a long perspective uh, that had continuously been meeting the rules. So... Um, I think if, um, 
you were if you were looking at after pay, the only challenge we had would have been around the distance from its moving average. Uh, but that's not too bad. Um, yeah, I mean it is it's a decent it's a decent move, but um, look it's been very bullish, continues that upward run. Um, that was the only one I think that came up on the scans last week. Is anyone else seeing anything out there or got any questions? I'm, Ivan, have I got you there? I, I think so, and also potentially my son in the background. Can you hear me now? Right. I can hear Good. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's too many too many mute buttons in between the start and the finish. You know what's interesting? So, I mean, one thing I was, I was just saying to you before, or last night, whatever, um, volumes, are, we're definitely seeing retail volumes uh, subside a little bit. I mean, it's still heavy, um, but uh, people are sort of, I guess, coming back into into the world, um, which is, you know, again, I guess, which, which is resulting in, in slightly less interest. But Jesus, you, you look at Afterpay. Uh, I was chatting about that yesterday with, with, with a corporate guy, and it was insane. Like, if you have a look at the um, price share, we were actually adding a stock screen as soon in, into the application, just finishing that off. But it's crazy. Like, and talk about overstressed valuations. It is by far the most expensive price share stock on the ASX 300. And Johnny's not happy about it at all. No, no. He he was a uh, he missed after pay when when he was when he had the, the opportunity to buy some. <laughs> um, and so, what are you seeing across the book um, from retail traders? Their participation's dropped right off. Uh, not right off, but uh, compared to sort of uh, about two weeks ago, um, it's been. Uh, I reckon it's probably down about twenty or so percent, um, yep. and a lot less directional. Like two, three weeks ago, we've had very strong directional trades. Uh, everyone was sort of from retail side was either getting super long or super short. Uh, well, they can't get short, but I mean, like they're taking their profits. Um, again, you know, it goes back to what I was, was talking about last week and the week before is that I think where we're at, it's just, it's going to be interesting with all these people and their side hustles that I've mentioned talking yeah. about thinking they're master traders. It's going to be amazing to see quite what potentially will happen uh, when suddenly things don't go their way. I mean, yeah. there's people posting saying that they're uh, smarter than Warren Buffett even though they've been in the market for a month. Now, I mean, yeah. I'm not a big fan of, of, of the Buffett mentality and, and putting Buffett onto anything that, you know, resembles an investing decision. But at the same time, I think that it's it's also crazy thinking that, you know, just because you've had a 20% jump um, and, you know, he was particularly bearish coming into a recession, uh, I think it's, it's pretty bizarre thinking that, uh, you know, it was interesting. Um, I saw an article this morning of, uh, on LinkedIn, actually, Let's see if I can dig it up. Um, I didn't take much to, to share it with you, but um, it was talking about a uh, uh, comparing uh, the global index, which has been relatively straightforward, to junk bonds, and how uh, it called a uh, it's how a garbage portfolio um, outperformed the Miski uh, World Index by like a factor of a thousand times. And uh, it's just based on the fact that um, we're effectively – the garbage portfolio is a combination of uh, corporate bonds from uh, effectively worthless companies uh, in U.S. And it's just obscene how the risk factor on companies that are effectively insolvent 
is completely not priced into the move. And it's just like, so, we so we've just got this when massive... When was the last time that happened? <laughs> um, uh, well, it wasn't that bad in 2007, let's put it that way. Wow. Uh, it's it's crazy. There's so much risk being built up in the market, and mm. we're, we're completely shrugging it off, and yeah. it's done purely off retail flows so uh, it's going to be it's going to be brutal um unless the the forward fundamentals are going to change we were talking to the other night ivan and he mentioned that um you know they'd seen what you'd seen which is retail participation and equities go up a lot not in options um and uh that the other point was the call put ratio is even now and a lot more people are yeah. going back in uh, and selling um, selling premium. Premium, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, it's funny, eventually it just gets to the point where I think we've always been quite contrarian on that. When everyone seems to be selling bowl, we seem to be the buyers of it um, and vice versa. But I think that now I, I can totally agree with you with where we're at. Um, you know, and, and it could be wrong, but I think in terms of a – in terms of a – you know, I think this last time we called serious asymmetric risk was around about Feb when uh, coronavirus was, was was starting to kick in. Yeah. Um, I think we're there again. I think we've we've completely ignored the the recession that's coming. Um, mm. We've completely just been uh, sweet talked by the central banks around fiscal policy and 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 monetary policy, and in particular monetary and you know, and, and quantitative easing. And I think that we're at that point now where um, come August, September, things are going to be very, very different. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think it's, yeah, the, yeah, the dance is going to finish at some point in time. How do you trade that now for you? Uh, you good question. Certain... I mean, I'll go, I'll yeah, I mean, that's... Chart. that's I mean, are, you, that, are you looking at that 200-day moving average? Yeah, look, I, I think it's, it's the, the putting on the right trade is the hard part. Um, I think definitely, um, go, you know, as, as I've discussed, trying to get back into cash um, uh, from from the equity side into the and from the self-managed fund type side. Um, in, terms of, in terms of forward... Um, you know, one thing that I started doing last year and I never really, unfortunately, stopped at the wrong time was just buying myself the crash protection and so doing a rolling put strategy. And I think that um, that's uh, one thing I just don't know at the moment is, you know, how far out of the money do you go or is it at the money? Um, and, you know, as we sort of discussed, I don't really want to be a buyer of, of premium, potentially um, potentially put spreads. Um yeah. Uh, bought put, ultimately bear put spread. Um, mm-hmm. So no margin, uh, anticipating a, a pickup in volatility, but not kind of getting destroyed on the time decay, um, but just really wide. So something, you know, maybe a couple of strikes out um, on the bought and, you know, sort of four or 500 points down on the uh, on the sold. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's tricky. I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't. Hopefully by next week I'll have a bit more of a theory about this. But, yeah, yep. long-dated, cr- yep. proper crash protection type stuff. Yeah. I think I'll be fiddling. I'm just going to wait as soon as we get up closer to the safe. It's probably going to be 61 or something like that, or we just get some more consolidation. Um, but if we can get up there and stick around there for a day, 
uh, two or three days, then I'll be looking at a straddle. Um, yeah. And I think that there's plenty of opportunity for a, you know, I think it's going to go down, but if I'm wrong, I, you know, it'll probably break and more insanity will break. That's okay. Um, I mean, I, I guess the reason why I'm not rushing into it myself is that, you know, you keep getting these news like, you know, the Fed's looking at buying um, corporate bonds directly getting involved for the first time, I think, ever. Um, mm. You know, like those kind of news, uh, it's just further and further stimulus because, you know, what, $3 trillion, three trillion isn't enough, right? Let's just let's just go harder. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, at some point in time, as I said, like, I don't know, I, the market's got to go through a period of consolidation. No one's going to go in and hit it hard um, until there's a real catalyst to, to hit it hard. Um, yep. But once it does... That's where you get your, you know, thousand plus moves on the Dow multiple days in a row, and um, and I'd probably want to see some of that before really, really hitting the the, the button because I think that Do when it starts, the, the, the strip, um, the profit on a yep. on that strip trade um, was was massive. Yes, um, and so I guess like where we sit at the moment, if that's a view that you hold. Then a strip is a way that I've mentioned last week. He just missed it by a day. If he'd set that yeah. trade, then he would have been selling uh, one of the puts on the second day, um, Se- and then the second the, the second day of the of the big sell off, right? So, yeah. in other words, you, you typically what, what happens is you get a down day, then you get two serious down days, and I'd actually yeah. be looking to close down on that on that second last day, on that second big day. So it's sort you of you know when we talk big day like the whole, what was the whole the whole position or just one of the puts? No, just one of the puts, yeah. And then um, and then just wait it out for the, for the balance. Because effectively, if you've done that, then your strategy is almost paid for. So then at that mm-hmm. point in time, it's just a free shot. Yeah. Um, so and that's where you either make a whole heap of money or you make nothing. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, I like that kind of risk reward. Mm. Patrick's asked, can we have a future session on crash protection strategies? I believe uh, it was about February when we tried to do one for uh, for my open markets clients, and uh, webinar yeah. jam decided to to, to, to kill it to, to die, and then two weeks later the whole thing happened. I had an email about four weeks ago going, "Yeah, good call, Ivan. Pity we didn't see the session full." <laughs> <laughs> um, we have done one before, uh, Patty uh, Patrick. Sorry, um, the um, it will be in our library. Um, I'll try and dig it out. Uh, I don't know if Tim Gildersdale's online. Um, I might ask Tim to find it for you and send it across. Um, we could do another one. We should, we should probably do one anyway. Yeah, we, we, we can do one for um, all of our combined clients. We've had, yeah. a, um, uh, we've had so many people sign up to the game that we actually broke Drip, which is our uh, email marketing system. Uh, it, it's coming back with errors saying that we, we can't have we've, we've, we've hit the quotas. Um, yeah. So we've actually never in our history had such a fast sign-up rate. Yeah. Uh, well, as of this morning, it was um, it was a broke they broke the last record. Yeah, and that's in the last couple of days. So it's probably it's, a few it's, more. it's good to see. Yeah. Um, that's good to see. And clearly, people on the internet are talking about it. So it's great. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Look at that. Yeah. We we. 
All right, so let's book that in. Uh, Patrick will get that set up. If there's any other sessions anyone wants us to run, type them into the chat box because we've got to set three education courses um, for the options game. Uh, we may as well just choose three topics that are relevant to everyone now. If anyone, just type into the chat box if there's anything you particularly want us to cover. Um, our scanners have got no trades today. We've got no trades today. That means we're not trading. So other than that, we're sort of chirping on. Is there anything that, any questions anyone's got, uh, anything that they would like us to look at? Um, uh, Patrick has said cash protection as well as gaining uh, from crash. Yep, no problem. We'll cover that in a session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cash protection, keep up to $100,000 per bank account. <laughs> um, well, the guarantee kicks in. Um, one thing, you know, actually, it's funny. We, we keep talking about afterpay, and it keeps going higher and higher, and stretching more and more in, in terms of valuations. So the uh, the rebell, the S and P rebell, is occurring this week. Um, to, actually, it's today or tomorrow, something anyway. Um, and I think afterpay goes into a higher category based on its growth, five-time increase. Um, but I think that um, it would be interesting, once, once that instant buying pressure from the big funds, the tracker funds, dies down, it would be interesting to see if there's anyone who's going to come in and start taking profits on it. Um, I mean, no one noted that there was a big, big sell uh, in Afterpay, um, $110 million line um, last uh, two Fridays ago. Um which to me signals that it's probably one of the insiders. Um, obviously, we won't know until until we'll know um, until that, that stuff gets released. But um, that, that's an that's an interesting stock, and uh, it's too expensive to buy puts on it. But I am thinking about getting in a sneaky um, sold spread on it, um, uh, just to see you know if there's if there's you know five ten percent pullback on that or more. Um, mm-hmm. Set myself up for that. Um, maybe sort of a three-month period. That might be a nice little sneaky play. The wall makes it hard to do anything um, too crazy with it. Um, so you've got to do something that's vault neutral. Um, like a synthetic short would be perfect if I wasn't so scared of the market rallying higher. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, it's it's something that I think we're, we're at that stage. With, you mentioned with Afterpay that... Um, they, the margin requirement increased from the ASX uh, significantly yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, is that well, then that's switch? on the back of. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's because of the move. It's because it's went from 8 to 56 uh, yeah. in, a, in a short period of time. So that's like a, you know, the ASX starts losing count at 7, 8 standard deviation yeah. move. But when you're, when, you're, when you're trading it like that, that's, that's I don't know, it's, not, it's, it's probably not even deviations anymore. Um, yeah, but expensive, so it, it, it rolls up at 90. Yeah, and everyone wants to trade it. There's, there's high volumes and that going through that. So, um, you know, everyone, there's, there's, there's a lot of talk about Afterpay as a stock. Um, and, yeah, I think, anyway, I think it's interesting. It's it's extremely overstretched valuation-wise. Um, so you, at some point in time, you're going to start thinking that's crash-worthy. Um, but, yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I, think, I think that... It, it's tricky to set yourself on it, but if you can find something that's affordable, just keep looking at the price matrix. But if you share that view that it's uh, 
you know, it's it's going to either go down now or sorry in the next three months or the next six months. Um, that that's sort of worth pricing up. Um, yep. Small trade, you know, like you don't want to you don't want to overexpose yourself to that. Um, obviously, just a small kind of side punt that gives you a nice sort of, sort of you know three four to one ratio return risk, return to risk. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There you have it. I don't have anything else to add today. I think we've covered what we need to cover. Guys, thank you very much for coming along. If there's any final questions, put them through now. Otherwise, we'll be back next week, hopefully with some more interesting stuff to talk about and some and some trades that we're actually doing. Um, yeah. The, I, I just want to ask one, one question, Ivan. We were out for dinner, Ivan and I, we, kept, we caught up. We usually have lunch once a week and we caught up for dinner for the first time in many months and went to a restaurant that had zero people in it when we arrived and no one other than us in there the whole time we were there and uh, and uh, we left and it was it wasn't exactly a queue out the front. There was no one there. I, and, and I drove through um, Elbert Park on the way home and it was dead. Um, about Wednesday night, uh, Usually that would be pretty busy. Um, but people aren't really up and about. Everyone's being very conservative. Um, the government, are they going to keep... Stim- like what, what's, I'm, I'm now preferencing an, a view, but how many people online are right now think the market's going to go up? Um, and the other question would be, well, think that it's going to break through the, you know, the, the 200-day moving average. Is there anyone that holds that view on the session? And does anyone think we're going to test uh, the previous lows? So and while that's going on, um, probably worthwhile saying that we're contemplating um, a different provider of trading. What do you think, Patrick? <laughs> or is it too, too early to start talking about this? I <laughs> get the official note out. You love dropping a bombshell. Um, of course. Next week. Next week. I'll update. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's have a look at this. Some One day you'll ban me from these. Keep going up. No, we won't teach previous lows. You know, bounce from 5880. Yeah, okay. So generally, generally it's um, people are pretty comfortable with the levels we're at at the moment would be the... Interesting. No, no one's really massively bearish. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Robert Warren, I have an APT lit long due to expire next week. Sold leg forty four. Should I close? What's the premium left in it? I mean, what, what what's what's the scenario? So I think if you, what you've got to look at that is say, well, if it if it's gonna crack back, what does it look like? I mean, how much are you actually going to make uh, if, you, if, if you hold it to expiry? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would have thought it's probably an unlikely scenario that it's going to be at 44 by next week, even if it really does. I mean, that's what, what 20% move or something, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's a decent move, but it could do it. I, well, yeah, I, I think the 
what I, Robert, if it was me sitting in the trade right now, I'd be going, what's my upside? And if it's not a hell of a lot, uh, my downside is obviously everything you've made so far and what you put into the trade initially. Um, you'd be balancing that out. And I know this is a differing view generally from Ivan and I would have on this, is I would probably be close, but we already know that, and Ivan may stay in it. Um, but that's just two different yeah, people. I, I, I definitely stay in it. But I tell you yeah. what, instead of um, making that assumption, in your top right-hand corner, there's a button called stress testing on your position screen, portfolio screen. Uh, go into that, and then you've got the third tab is your time tab, so you can go in and understand how the position is going to change based on uh, the uh, days moving forward, and then do some stress tests, right? So just say, look, if it drops to 50 uh, or if it drops to 30, what does it all look like? And you'll be able to see the numbers in front of you and make a calculated decision on that basis. Um, so just when you're doing that, you the two tabs you're looking at, stress testing, go to the second tab, APT, um, and then just look at the PNL changing on the position screen, so kind of stress test it for you. Uh, powerful tool. Um, uh, in fact, when we started, that was the most powerful tool that uh, professional traders used to use, um, uh, yeah. and it's probably one of the most underused features now. Yeah. Um, Sean just made the comment he thinks people, it, it will test a low. Is that what you're saying, Sean? I think that's what Sean's saying. When he, when when people figure out and yeah, there you go. Probably on your side, that, oh, on your um, probably share that view. Um, Mark, uh, I have a June bear call on APT um, fifty three sold fifty eight bought. Uh, should I call it a day or roll to July? Uh, me trading this technically, this is still bullish. Uh, so you can um, roll a dice on a trade, but this is uh, everything about this trade technically is bullish. Mark, so uh, you know if you, um, yeah, I don't. Not much else to say other than that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Whenever Mark. you think. Whenever you're thinking about rolling, the thing that's important to think about is would you be in this position otherwise? If you closed it down, would you go and put the trade on again? Perfect. Um, Sounds like you've got no more questions. It does. Right. So, guys, thanks for coming along. Good luck with all your trading out there. I hope you're making some money. Um, we'll see you back here next week. And uh, for those people playing the options trading game, good luck. Um Ivan, we've got to schedule some education in. I'll talk to you about that. That will be um, Wednesday night, I guess. Next week we'll get that happening. Um, That's good. We've got Brian. Is Brian online? Um, no, well, not Brian. Brian Corman is joining us for the, the – uh, Sean, the, the trading game finishes in, a, in roughly a month. It started on the 16th, so you're right in at the beginning if you want to have a go. Um, Brian uh, Corman is joining us uh, next week on oh, next Tuesday night at the uh, Those That Can Do, and he will be talking about uh, reporting season. Um, and if uh, they, look, if vols settle down, it would be a really interesting time to to follow the uh, the straddle strategy that he uses going in uh, to reporting season. So. 
That should be a good session. Get along to that next Tuesday night. Other than that, have a good time. Ivan, enjoy your trip down the coast. Thank you. It's nice to get out and about. Johnny did well. Did you get out of the car or is he falling asleep? No, Eve's just done a fantastic job trying to keep him, uh, you know, just gave, gave him a greasy look a couple of times and kept, kept, nice. kept him good. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> All right, mate, take care. See you guys. See ya, thanks.